Welcome to The Hitch, week four. Hi. Hi. <laughs> it's day 22. Can you hear the air conditioner? Yeah, we promised you an episode with the <laughs> AC on. And uh, you got it. Although I feel like it's quieter than it normally is, but I'm sure that's not the case. You've just gotten used to it. It's very loud. Uh, it's on because we are down from the mountains. Back in the Midwest. Back in the Midwest. Where it's humid. Where it is humid and, and stays hot. hot in the night. Still smoky. Not as smoky not as, as smoky. it was. Not as smoky for yeah. sure. Yeah, but still a little smoky. Yeah, but um, but yeah, we similar. are just outside Kearney, Nebraska, where we stayed on the way out, but in a different mm-hmm. state park. This one's called Windmill. Windmill, and uh, it is notable for having the Very. wackiest campsites. I've ever seen. For real. And I knew it because I read about... I always read reviews, and I definitely recommend reading reviews of campsites because you can learn a lot. I mean, <laughs> some of them you kind of have to take with a grain of salt because there's always going to be the complainers or whatever. Yeah. But you can read through that, and you can find some things. This one was surprising because it had people being like, um, my campsite was basically like on the shoulder of a road, and cars were driving by it very closely so if you have slide outs or a really big trailer you might not want to camp here and I looked also what's nice state parks and other campsites a lot of times they'll they'll have a picture of the actual site which is really nice I feel like that's a new development in the last couple years where they're really trying to get photos up and it's great because I'll look at the photos and I'll like go through them find the best one that I think I mean there's only so much you can tell online and I was shocked when I saw photos now not every site is like this otherwise we wouldn't like that otherwise we wouldn't be here yeah but these are narrow roads yeah it's basically a one-lane road even though I think it might be two-way a little bit unclear some signage would be nice Nebraska yeah not much signage. We are back in Nebraska. Oh, yes, we are. And this is a Nebraska site guess, for sure. Guess what? Electric Plus. Yep. Do we have anything that's a plus? No. Nope. Just the electricity. Yep. I've not forgotten. I've not gotten <laughs> over it. I mean, the thing I appreciate, we stayed in an electric-only site last night. Yeah. But Colorado's just, like, straight up about it. Electric-only. We knew it going in, so we were fully prepared. And that site had water very accessible. Right. Every every three or so sites, there there would be a spigot. Potable water that you could use. This one, you'd go on a real hike to find the potable water. But But let's get back to the the wackiness. (laughs) So it's kind of open country with grass that's been cut very yeah. well maintained it's a very well maintained yeah park, very actually. well maintained park much Somebody, better maintained than the other park oh we yeah stayed in that one was not yeah no these sites are better they're paved um the grass is cut around here it's it's in much better shape than the other one we stayed in yeah um 
but there's these little narrow roads that you turn into so it'll say like campsites one through ten there are some signs I'm not trying to say yeah. there are no signs but it would be helpful I like I like when campgrounds make it clear like this is a one-way or this is right. a two-way street anyway so it'll say like campsites one through ten and then you you go down but it's very much a one-lane narrow road luckily not a lot of people are here yeah so it wasn't a big deal and you can see it's very flat so you yeah. can see people coming um and it's like wait is that the campsite and there'll be these little extensions of the road which really is not much more than a shoulder oh if that if that you're basically on the road and then there's just an electric box like sitting next to it and a site number yeah and that's supposed to be your campsite These and then there's are... a picnic table they do have picnic tables but it's like how is that a campsite the they describe these as their pull-through sites. There right. are back-end sites right. that are just angled like a normal. Yeah, back they do site. have regular, yeah, back-end sites, and the sites are well spaced. There are yes. good spaces in between. It's very nice. It's not very crowded. I mean, it's very nice that there's not people right next to yeah. you. Yeah, like they're definitely spread out. But that leads me to question why they didn't use a little bit more space. That was me and the teen were walking the dog. And the so there are there are probably about a hundred sites here. Yeah. So they're like ten lanes, maybe they're eighty sites, but you know there are these roads that come up, and then there's sort of a, a front and a back, and they meet up with that. So there are loops built into them. The space between each lane is actually massive. There's right. a huge amount of space. They had the room. It's a large park with a lot of open space. There. There's plenty of space to have made better campsites. There's sort of two ways that you can make pull-through sites. Mm -hmm. the, the, the most kind of common one is it is just a paved or gravel strip that connects two, two roads. roads. So yeah. you drive in in one, one and, and pull into your strip and you drive out the other. The other way, which is actually the way the Colorado State Parks do it, is you make these little sort of half circles off the road right. where you are physically pulling off the road into, into a, little a little half, half circle. circle. Then you would pull back onto the same road that you came off of. And I really like those. They make cute little camping areas. I mean, yeah, either one is well. fine. Yeah. I feel like you see the one you described first the most. Yeah. The Colorado ones are great and they, they, they tend to do all the parks we've stayed at have been like that. It's been really nice because yeah. you know, one, you've got to pull through, which are always easier right. to park. And two, it's just a really nice way to do it. You have you have your own little half circle. Yeah, there. it still allows you to have a traditional, like a traditional state park camping loop right. versus lanes right. like a KOA Like a have. KOA, yeah. Um, but you're able to offer pull through. This place this is just has like, lanes. But then they were like, what if we just added, like, five feet onto the road every now and then? And just stuck and a we'll electric call that a pull-through. So it is wild. At one point, we were driving up one lane, or we started to, and then we realized there were two big 
trailers parked in these quote-unquote pull-through things that had big slide-outs that were sticking out mm-hmm. into the road itself, which is already a narrow road. I don't think I could have made it. And so it. you actually backed, I backed out, I backed which up. was pretty impressive. I was like, you know what? I'm not going down there. Yeah. I don't want to get stuck. I don't want to hit anyone's pull-out, yeah. slide-out. Um, I Yeah, it's madness, truly, yeah. because... They have the space that they could either do it the KOA style where you connect two roads right. and you just drive through easily. I easily. mean, they have they have like several parallel roads oh, that yeah. are perfectly spaced for that. Or you could do the little Colorado half circle. E- either one easily. they have the room for. Easily. Mm-hmm. And it's like someone's bad design yeah. that they decided to not fix. You managed to do enough work to find one of these pull through things mm-hmm. that actually is situated well off the road. Yeah. So we're not going to get hit. Right. But, um, Even so though, I was like, when we parked it, I was like, uh, am I over enough? Yeah, like I don't want to be sleeping weird. at night and thinking I'm going to get yeah. hit by a car. And that's what a lot of the reviews said. Like I was, I was okay, but I thought someone was going to crash into me yeah, as I was sleeping. I it's not a good feeling to feel like you're sleeping no, on we're, the road. We thankfully are tucked away enough. I and feel like we're fine. The spot there actually was super shaded this yeah. afternoon, which was great. There aren't many people here, no. which is, you know, I mean, kind of understandable considering it only pro- they only have electric <laughs> and they're very weird campsites. It is weird. I but, don't mean to be harsh on Nebraska, but they could do better. They for could. Real. That's sort of their slogan. <laughs> we actually, ironically, their slogan is the good life. <laughs> I know. Well, tomorrow we're going to another Nebraska state park, and it it looks really nice. Yeah. Supposedly has full hookups and supposedly has a pull-through site. We shall see. We will. No one more, of those no electric things won't plus. be true. I know. Something is going to go wrong. Absolutely because this is, one of those that's things how it won't goes. be true. Today, I was like trying to change our reservations, and in fact, did change some reservations, but... I was trying to change our reservations tomorrow just so we could get out of Nebraska. Yeah. I'm mad at Nebraska. But let's but stop th- bagging on Nebraska for a second. Okay. And this was the longest drive we've done yeah, this yeah. whole trip. Uh, touched four hours. Which just is, a little shy. Which, you know, being the road tripper that I am is just sounds yeah. so incredibly short. But, but was we the have first been time doing shorter drives. That we had to fill up. Yeah. On the road. The way we have planned this whole trip was basically all the distance are achievable in one tank of gas so that being out of practice and, you know, a little bit lockdown anxious and all of that, like, easier to just do that than to deal with the what can be a very stressful experience of having to get into and out of a gas station mm-hmm. while pulling a 27-foot trailer. But... um this, the distance we had to cover today was either not going to make it or just barely going right, to make it. Right, the kind where it's just not worth the stress. Like, we would have been, I would, I estimated we would have been probably about 10 miles from empty. Yeah, that's which not is good. not good. Yeah, and you know what? Here's the deal. We've filled up plenty of times in yeah, the past. Yeah, definitely. I wasn't particularly worried about it. It's just how we planned it. And I, I don't love it, but I was like, we can do this. Yeah. Let's just do this. And so we, we did. We stopped in what, North Platte? Yeah, outside just outside North Platte. Platte at a Flying J. And I carefully chose the outside lane, you know, to get the gas. 
there was a guy pulling a trailer with a beautiful old Ford Ford on it really cool and I thought oh this is perfect this guy pulled in here as well for the outside spot so that it's easy to go around and get back onto the interstate I'm like this will be great we'll just wait right yeah and so he was like already standing there he was already pumping already pumping like how long can it possibly take turns out very maybe he's still there he could be he's probably still there we sat there for about five minutes before it was finally like i think it was longer than five minutes it felt longer i don't think felt. i think it had to have been 10 but who knows we weren't looking at the clock the point is you wait and you wait and you wait and i'm like what is he doing like what's is he just like is he just pretending to get gas? Like he was there for so long. It was amazing. Every once in a while he'd walk up and kind of fiddle with the nozzle. Yeah. And then he'd go back and stand up. He went and talked to some guy for a while, some random guy that drove up next to him, then came back. I mean, it just took so long. It was definitely more than five minutes. And meanwhile, we were in a kind of a, a spot that I felt like we might get hit from behind people turning in. So I was just like, you know what? This is ridiculous. So, Pulled around, got into another spot. It was easy as And it was so easy. It was I had so to, easy. you know, it's one of those things, like if you haven't done something for a while, you feel like sometimes you build it up in your head, like right. it's going to be much worse. It was totally fine. Yeah, it was totally fine. I was like, okay, then we can just do this whenever and we need to. Not only that, but when we got here, we actually did shift some things around. Mm-hmm. And. But let me just say yeah. that. We turned all the way around. We got gas. We, you know, stretched our <laughs> legs a little bit, you know, checked our phones, that kind of thing. Got back in the car. The guy was still at the pump. He was. He's probably still there. He probably is. Maybe he was a ghost. Like, I don't Could know be. what was going on with that the guy. He did have haunted a, flying He jet. did have a very old car. He did. Anyway. But though the car he was pulling it with is like a brand new. Right. You know, I'm just Ford talking about the up. one he was yeah. pulling. Maybe he was the ghost that of the old that car. That could be could be but we did get here and our confidence bolstered by being able to do four hours being able to gas up all that we actually changed upcoming plans Mm -hmm. where we were going to the Platte River tomorrow just outside Omaha then we were going to go to Des Moines then we were going to go back to the campground we had basically started at in Iowa City and then one in Illinois before putting it into storage and the Des Moines one we've been a little hinky on because it's a KOA which normally we love yeah the kids always have fun there Delta variant times felt like more exposure than we necessarily wanted to do the bare minimum you have to go in you have to go in to uh to their store to check in there's usually a line so I mean there's just a level of interaction that we wanted to avoid if possible right now and state parks are great in that way typically you make your reservation online you you often have to pay for a day daily pass which you can often do online like i bought the ones for nebraska like months ago and you just sort of wave at somebody in a booth usually you're not doing a lot of interaction and so anyway we did we did decide you know what we're just gonna go well we checked the place in Iowa City and there was nothing available and then as soon as we got here and got set up we actually have internet and cell yeah. here which is pretty nice. exciting so we weren't good expecting job. that good job yeah. 
and that's because we are this camp this <laughs> state park is like a mile or less it's off right of I-80. I mean it is conveniently located yes. for, for people to get on and off yeah. so it's not all bad it's just those sites are They're so wacky. weird and I would be wacky. really upset if I hadn't already looked up all the pictures yeah. and everything so but we got another night in Iowa City so we, so did, we are skipping Des Moines yeah we're doing another we four hour and a yeah. gas on the road to then get to Iowa City State Park, uh, the one behind the dam. We should record by the dam. Park. It yeah, it's like a um, oh right, it's an Army Corps of Engineers. Right, right, right. Park. So it's not a state park because of the dam. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, we should. Yeah. Watch some people fish, yeah. see some turkey vultures, perhaps. Yeah. The exciting thing is, I was like, well, because they have three or four campsites in that area all run by the Army Corps of Engineers or whoever runs. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know these things. Who knows? But who knows? Mystery. But um, they're all, you know, close to each other. And I thought, well, just see if any of the campgrounds have any availabilities. I mean, August is tough. Everything's pretty booked up. And it turns out we got our same campsite for an additional night. So that means... That saves me a backup. Yeah, to the same pretty, spot, not just I know, the campsite, same but spot. the very spot. Yeah, same spot that we so had already. We won't for have Wednesday. to move, which is really nice. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we'll get and we'll get a day out of the car, uh, you know, and not not moving as much, which I think is that'll be nice. That'll be nice as well. So it all worked out. We remembered that we can do longer drives. Yeah. So it's fun for dreaming about the future and uh but tomorrow still in nebraska we'll find out we'll find out if this one's pretty hyped up online and yeah. looks like it has some nice things and so. we're supposed to have full hookups i'm hoping for a shower i'm hoping for a shower we'll see what happens plus if we don't have full hookups if we don't have water then we will have to go in and buy some. water because we bought a bunch and we're almost out yeah i will also add on ice watch ice watch we still have ice. We still have ice. It's so yeah. exciting. Our new cooler has so far been 100% yeah. worth it, and it's been great. I mean, on the way out, we had to buy ice every single day. Yeah. We haven't bought ice yet. No, and I think we won't tomorrow either. We're, We're still hoping to ride this out there. for a while. Yeah, that'd be great. Would be. But we'll keep you updated on Ice Watch and everything Watch. else. Exciting things are happening yeah. <laughs> we'll out talk here to on you the road. Tomorrow. Bye. Bye. The Hitch is recorded in the back of Evangeline, our 27-foot Airstream trailer by Janice Dillard and Dan Sinker. Follow pictures of our travels and get in touch at Tin Can Evangeline on Instagram, or send an email to evangeline at thehitchpodcast.com. Please subscribe to The Hitch on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen, and leave us a review while you're there. I'm Dan Sinker. And I'm Janice Dillard. And we'll we'll see see you on on the the road. road.